Have you ever had a vacation that just didn't live up to your standards? Or you needed a vacation after the vacation? Who are those people that come back from vacations feeling fulfilled and truly rested? Do you want to be more like them? Today we're talking about six ways to have a more fulfilling vacation. So many Americans in particular don't even spend all their vacation days. And so if you are going to take a trip or some time away, it's really important that you allow yourself to get the most out of it. But this is so hard for so many of us. If you want to pay some attention to how to make an upcoming trip or vacation have as much value as possible emotionally, you'll want to listen to today's baggage check. Welcome. I'm Dr. Andrea Bonnier. Thank you for being here today. This is Baggage Check, mental health talk and advice. Baggage Check is not a show about luggage or travel. Incidentally, it is also not a show about the difference between a croque monsieur and a croque madame. So today I wanted to talk about vacations. I just did some press on some new data about how treating a regular old weekend like a vacation can really improve your mindset. And that we'll have to spend another episode on because I think that's really important. The Cliff Notes version is that it really has to do with engaging and savoring that present moment. What I want to talk today about, though, is vacation vacation, the actual trips that we might truly take time off for or go somewhere for. They don't happen enough for most of us. Because again, a lot of us are leaving vacation time on the table for various reasons. But if you do have a trip planned, and a lot of us do it over the summer, the problem is not over. Oftentimes, a vacation is long planned and long awaited, and there's the pressure of high expectations. It's maybe meant to be the highlight of our summer or maybe the highlight of our entire year. It's meant to be shown off on Instagram or Facebook. How often do vacations truly meet our expectations, though? I hear from people all the time who struggle with vacations being just as stressful as regular life, if not more so. After all, there are sleep disruptions, the logistics of travel and planning. You might be with family where there's tensions. Your whole rhythms might be thrown off. If you're lucky enough and assertive enough to take time off and you've planned a trip, you want to make it count. So here are some things to keep in mind. These are six ways that we can have more fulfilling vacations and not end up coming back from vacations just feeling kind of blah. Number one may seem simple, but it's anything but. Be mindful of expectations. One of the fastest ways for a vacation to be a letdown is to have overly rigid expectations about how it should go or overly heightened expectations about how amazing it should be. We've all got a plan for the fact that that Airbnb is not going to look as nice in person as it does on the website. And that, yes, that beautiful beach that you've been looking so forward to Well, there's 40 other people right near you taking the same picture of the sunset. So your vista looks a little bit less than perfect, but that's okay. What I'd love for us to be able to do is to set our expectations in such a way that perfection isn't the goal. It would be helpful to dig deeper. I know we're always talking about our values on this show, 
What are the values of your vacation? What are you hoping to get out of it? What's the true meaning? Relaxation? Connection with others? A sense of adventure or exploration? A change of pace from your normal life? None of those need perfection. None of those have to be jeopardized by things being less than perfect. In fact, if you open yourself up in a flexible way to the less than perfect experience, you might get some fun stories, some humorous situations, some quirky little experiences that you wouldn't have planned for, but ended up making for a good memory. If you can open yourself up to this idea of just embracing what comes, including that delayed flight, you build in wiggle room. You're able to be more flexible. Like we always talk about being able to bend rather than break. Number two, express gratitude. Here she goes jabbering on about gratitude again. And yes, I am guilty, but the research is so clear that expressing gratitude and feeling gratitude and thinking in a grateful mindset truly gives us a mood boost. And on a vacation, there's few better chances to be grateful. It doesn't mean that you have to spend every waking moment marveling at that too soggy lunch that was overpriced at the hotel restaurant. And wasn't it supposed to include a salad? But it does mean that taking little moments here and there just to be grateful that you are where you are, that can help you keep a more fulfilling perspective. The little things. And if you're traveling with other people, this can be contagious, right? You can express gratitude for them. You can embrace the gratitude for the time off of work or time not tethered for your email, for instance, even if the hotel room was a little smaller than you hoped for or the weather wasn't perfect. This isn't toxic positivity. This isn't saying, imagining that your vacation is perfect when it's not. It's embracing the imperfections as we talked about before and really leaning in with an attitude of appreciation towards them. Number three, embrace flexibility with logistics. Now, of course, this builds off of what we've been talking about in terms of the mindset of expectations not being too rigid, in terms of being grateful even when there are imperfections. What we're talking about here is the fact that things are going to go wrong on your vacation. And I say that I'm not Madam Zelda, but I know this. Things will go wrong on your vacation. So when we think about logistics, there are going to be pitfalls. Somebody's going to get sick or forget to pack something or something's going to get lost or broken. There's going to be a snafu with technology or logistics. There's going to be something that costs more than you were expecting. There's going to be something that happened that you wished wouldn't. Some vacations, it's all of the above. And whoo, I've got the pictures to prove that. Actually, I don't have the pictures to prove that because my camera, seven years later, remains buried and lost somewhere in Denali National Park. But this is where we don't get all or none, right? We've talked about the all or none mindset and how damaging it can be. If you stay rigid in that all or none mindset and you're not flexible, then one thing that happens makes your vacation feel ruined. One bad thing about your lodging makes the place feel like a dump. One groan or grumpy moment from your partner makes it feel like you're not enjoying anything. If you can be flexible and adjust on the fly and realize that vacations often require even more flexibility than day-to-day -day life where the routine is in place, 
even though it seems paradoxical, right? We have this idea of how our vacation should be. We need it to live up to a different standard than our regular life. But ironically, we have to be more flexible. Then you'll realize that there's nothing to be ruined, but rather just an experience to be had, an adventure to be explored. And again, maybe it's going to be a funny story. So be flexible in your planning. Embrace flexibility. Build in wiggle room. It's key. Number four, you knew I was going to get to this. Be willing to put down the screens at least some. Now, I'm not naive. Some people are going on vacation mainly to be able to post on social media and get the perfect shot. Any given attraction, there are people who barely look with their eyes and instead just look through the screen. So there's no doubt about this. This part might be soundly ignored by some of you listening. But what if you built in little pockets of time that were screenless and you just let yourself be? What if you spend time truly observing your surroundings or engaging in conversation with who's along with you or even just observing yourself or how your body feels as you sink into relaxation in a new place, focusing more on the senses, the smells, the sights, the sounds? What if you allowed yourself to truly disconnect from work email or social media for a bit? If you can bring yourself to do it, many people report that it makes a tremendous difference in their ability to engage with the moment, which adds up to a more fulfilling trip. If you're worried about your ability to do this, maybe practice a few days beforehand. And if you can get used to really cutting down on your screen time beforehand when you're in your boring old everyday routine, it's going to be even easier to cut down on your screen time when you've got new stuff to look at. Number five, build in downtime. So many of us want to pack so many things into our vacations and we come back more exhausted than we were before. Now, this isn't to say that if you feel tired after vacation, something's gone wrong. I mean, even just the travel back home can often be taxing and at a bad time, you're stuck in a plane the size of a peanut. But a lot of times it's the trip itself that is just bam, bam, bam. We're checking a checklist rather than actually giving ourselves some breathing room. So this goes into expectations too. Do we have unrealistic expectations about how packed our day should be or whether we should see every single site that anyone we've ever met has said we should see within a hundred mile radius of where we're going to be? Of course, we want to make the most of it. That's kind of what the whole theme of today is. But sometimes making the most out of a vacation is building in downtime when you're not doing stuff with a capital S. Don't fall into that trap of quote unquote making the most of it by having to do and see everything even when it makes you tense or exhausted. If you spend your vacation miserable about adhering to a certain schedule or else the dominoes all fall in a bad direction or you feel like it's horrible because it turns out a place was shut down for cleaning and you didn't get to see it, then we get right back into that all or none trap we've been talking about. And guess what? You're going to feel so much more miserable and stressed and you're going to feel so much more disappointed by the trip. Don't give yourself a reason to think that you've fallen short. Build in downtime, rest time, relaxation time. And do that in advance rather than having to cry uncle and force yourself to suddenly take an entire day off from doing anything except lying in your hotel room watching Shark Tank and eating from the vending machine. And finally, number six, tie it to a deeper meaning. 
You've heard me talk before about how we are much happier and more fulfilled when we can connect our daily behaviors to a sense of purpose, to a sense of meaning. But this doesn't just apply to the workday grind. This is most definitely still the case when we're choosing how to spend our most special non-routine days, like vacation days as well. Think beforehand about why you chose this particular trip and what it means to you. This might tie into your values once more. Your values are how you're going to live out the vacation, and the sense of meaning is what you're going to take from it afterwards in your memories. What will continue to resonate with you about it, or what do you hope will continue to resonate with you about it years later? Being out in nature, spending quality time with those that you love, exploring new cultures, pushing your limits, indulging your curiosity, having new sensory experiences, having new moments of mindfulness. Think about what this trip will mean when you come back and also later on when you reflect upon it. What's the point of it? Sometimes it might just be a break, R&R, pampering, splurging, The relief of not having to answer work emails, if you're that lucky, that sounds fine. The deeper meaning of that is that you pressed pause, and sometimes that's all you need. Whereas other times, there's really a deeper meaning that's quite special about memory making, meaning with the connections that we share with other people, meaning with how we're learning and growing when we go to new places, meaning with how we connect with nature or with ancient or historical sites, or with beautiful artwork. The more that you can tie your trip to deeper meaning, the more nourished you will be by it. So as you're trying to deal with flight cancellations, or the fact that the roller on your suitcase isn't working as well as it used to, or the fact that now your sister is bringing the person they've been dating for only eight days on your trip, take a breath and think about the deeper meaning. Maybe some of these tips will help you handle the stress a little bit better. Remember, we deserve vacations, and the vacation state of mind is every bit as important as the actual destination. So hopefully some of these things can give you a little bit of a better chance to be able to have a vacation that you feel really good about. Bon voyage! Thanks for joining me today. Once again, I'm Dr. Andrea Bonnier, and this has been Baggage Check, with new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Join us on Instagram at Baggage Check Podcast. Give us your take and opinions on topics and guests. And you know you've got that friend who listens to like 17 podcasts. We'd love it if you told them where to find us. Our original music is by Jordan Cooper, cover art by Daniel Marity, and my studio security, it's Buster the Dog. Until next time. Take good care.